Good evening. Welcome to Scotch for Dummies. Tonight we're going to be talking about the OP17. We're doing a blind tasting of old Pulteney's uh, of various ages. We're going to be talking about the King Alexander, which was our review this week. Dr. Scotch is going to be discussing the psychology of whiskey. And we're going to be talking about what makes an amazing whiskey. Uh -huh. Stick around, we've got a great show for you. Scotch for dummies. Four guys on a scotch train to help you with your next scotch purchase. I'm Drew. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. And I'm Mark. Welcome to the podcast. And tonight we're going to be talking about Old Pulteney 17. Dun, at least dun, to dun. start with. Right? <laughs> uh, so this review we did last week. Mm -hmm. uh, how do we feel about this particular bottling from OP? Well, we thought it was a little bit of a... Here's a problem with OP. We're all fanboys of OP. It's been... Everything we've had so far has been delicious. And we were late to the game on the 17. We got hyped up from a lot really of people. Really? Yeah. Because it's discontinued, right? Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we were lucky to get a bottle, and we were pretty excited about it. And I think... Like a lot of times, you hear more about the whiskey and what you think, expectations, the bar is yeah. raised, you go into it, and it, it's still, it, don't get me wrong, it was still Old Pulteney, but it didn't give us that wow that we were, we were getting for. And I think yeah. we, we, low, we gave it kind of a lower score than we thought we were going to, to do. Got some mixed reviews on comments on it. Um, took a little bit of a beating because we were a little harder on it than I think um, some wanted us or expected us to be. Um, got you know some typical agreement comments as yeah. well. Uh, it was good conversation. Well, I mean, I think we had the same issue with uh, Glendronic 15 when we reviewed that one. Like, everybody hyped that one up the so revival. much. And still do to this and, day. And still do. And it's good. And, yeah. and it's good, but we just, I, I don't know if, it, it just didn't hit all the points we right. were hoping it would hit, yeah. I guess. And, and I, I, I think I appreciate more now after doing that. That look, you know, any given day, any given time, any given scotch, things are going to be different, right? Sure, correct. I mean, mood is everything. With with the Alexander, it panned out. It wasn't different. It it actually turned out to be the same, and we'll get to that. But I, it, for the it, anything is is possible because it's very subjective, and it has a lot to do with you know what you ate, the time of day, or the, the mood, whatever, the time mm -hmm. of season, anything. It does. Palates change. Well, what did you eat for dinner? You know. How congested are you? All that. Yeah. Right. I mostly just eat a bunch of curry before we do this. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> you know, I, I think Dr. Scott will talk about the psychology of whiskey and what that, what you know, so that's not only what does your nose and palate do, but what does your mind think at the same and, time? And we can trust him because he's a doctor on he YouTube. Is, he's a doctor trust. on YouTube. <laughs> Travis Sparrowclaw, Scott from Scotch Test Dummies, I assume, oh. Scott. Um, Catherine Bona, Derek Beckman. There's, there's um, a couple of things I want to point out too. Judger. Yeah, yeah. So um, Steve A says Whiskey Crusaders is close to a thousand subscribers. He's only fifty nine short. So if you're not subscribed, yeah, to get those over guys, there. Yeah, subscribers. get over there and help those guys. And then out. I thought it was kind of funny. Undercover Judger. <laughs> I listen to you guys every night. Helps me relax. Love your group chemistry. Thanks, man. We appreciate <laughs> that. Put you to sleep. We appreciate that. I don't know. If, I don't know. How I feel about us putting you to sleep, but I'm glad we relaxed you. You like watching us. I'll take that. <laughs> you guys every night puts me to sleep, man. That's awesome. If you're listening to the podcast I mean, right now, to, go to sleep. To be honest, I've heard worse. How about no, that? No, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. So back to topic in the 17th. Uh, so I guess that we are doing a blind tasting, right? Mm -hmm. You got a little something set up for us. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that's probably. I would be interested to do that because it's all old Pulteney's, right? It is. I think that that would be a... 
I'm not going to tell, tell you what numbers are in there. I mean, you're probably going to guess on some of it, but... Uh, oh, we're not even going to tell them what's in there? Nah, all right. not. So, I mean, we... I hope it's all older than 25. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, as, as we have fared many times... Um, you know, and I think I'll, I'll go ahead and, and, and plug in Aquavite for this one with his blind challenges. The, the whiskey is what's on trial. It, it's really, it tells you right. everything. It's really easy to, you know, mentally think about stuff. We talk about emotions, et cetera, and you look at the bottle and like, oh, I'm not, the 25 is much better than the 12 or whatever. This takes all that stuff out of it. So we, we know we kind of got some heat for the 17. We, we love the 12. We love 25. Sure. We love all the other old Pulteney's. Why not put our taste and nose to test and see what's going on? Right. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. Dun, we, dun, uh, dun. I believe we surprised ourselves last week with a blind tasting, and we did. Yes, we did. We, I surprised well, me. The, do you uh, want to talk about that? In the yeah, we're going to talk about this one. All right. So these, oh, we, yeah. we, we did three card Monty going on here. <laughs> we, did these, we did these big glasses, and, and unfortunately, these glasses are the, the tailored milestone glasses that do not—they're too big for the coins. So we had to get. Uh, can tops to, to cover them up to kind of let them <laughs> mature. Oh, the Glen Goyne. <laughs> we've got a Glen Goyne, we've got a Tamdu, we've and got a, a... And a blank. Harvey's of Edinburgh, I don't know who's that. Anyway. Is. Good yeah. to see you, Cato. Welcome back. Oh, man, I haven't seen that so, guy in a long time. These, these are all labeled, they all have a sticker on them, and when we poured them, I randomly put stickers on them and make sure... And then sure you I randomly like, put stickers on the bottles? And, and, and we don't know if they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, we but, I, but I don't remember which is which, so we're going to taste these. We're going to, as we discuss them, for those on the podcast, as we discuss them, we're going to discuss them by the color of yes. the star. Yes, be descriptive. We've got red, blue, gold, and green. Okay. Those are the three, or four colors we've got, and this is all Old Pulteney. So we're going to go through this and see what, what it tastes like. And you're not going to tell us what we have in these glasses? Not, not until we taste no, them. We're going to rank you them. You know what I'm to 17. Right. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? Oh, oh, oh. Are they all old Pulteney's? Yes, they are. Absolutely. Right. absolutely. They're all old Pulteney's. They're all core bottlings, either current or, pre or previous, whatever. So this is kind of nice. And at the end of the day, do you want to ask them what they think it is and then the ranking or just the ranking? I think with ranking because I, I there's no way I'm going to pick, oh, that's a 12-year. Okay. Not, that's a be kind of, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be interested yeah. just to see, though. If you yeah. guys might <laughs> uh, He'd be interested just to see so he can really throw some right, of us. He's like, right. shit, you dumbasses. Curved up. People like the blinds. Let's <laughs> do the blinds. All right, let's do All it. Right. So start us off, Sean. It's not like we can be embarrassed, right? Are we gonna <laughs> are we gonna do our typical where we all grab and, and just go for it? I or? think so. All yeah, right. Let's do that. Just make sure you're descriptive. So I'm gonna grab we gotta the, be fast. I got the gold. I got the blue. Andrew has the blue. Green. I have the, the red. Mm, it smells like old pulley. Old pee, baby. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. It smells like a molten madness. I wish I had, yeah, I should have brought, Mark, Mark has a, a notepad. That would be a great idea. Well, this is Malty a little, with a hint lighter of side of the OP, though, that I'm used to having. Yeah, it's, there's the vanilla, there's, it almost smells like a sherry butt. I mean, it's really sweet, and the blue is very sweet, very, um, it's not hot on the nose. Now, all these are, I think, all oh, are all 46% ABV, right? I don't know, actually. I need okay. to find that out. I think you're right, though. So mine, mine is the old potent in the nose, but it's lighter, more honey than normal, less less malty than what I was expecting. Red's yeah. malty brine, malty brine on the palate, a little bit of honey. Well, that blue's good though. Mm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Oh, <laughs> God bless you. All right, so no, we have to do. We have to let, hold. Let that. us finish this first, Scott, and then we'll do that. That's, that's uh, terrible. So, so one of us this, will. Scotch just dummies. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. 
gave us a super chat, but wanted us to do I'll a shot of White Walker. We'll I, it. So I'm smelling the blue now. This one has more floral notes than the red did. Yeah, the red's um, a little bit more. This this yeah. just smells like a more rounded, complete whiskey. It's got some malt. It's got some honey. Wow. Like lavender on the nose. It's actually a bigger, fruitier scotch, I think. Now I'm got, I have the green now. The, red, the red's a little hotter, too. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a little bit... I don't think it's. As, I, I think it's younger. It, and it's it doesn't got feel a, as matured. It's got a uh, a weird spicy finish mm. that going on. That's kind of too hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. Well, you get, which one do you have? The blue. The blue one oh, has a much more oh. rounded finish. Um, the spice notes are turned down. It, they're definitely from the same distillery, but this one feels a little bit more well rounded and complete versus that one. Well, I have the green, and and to me, I have a, which is weird. I have more like a spearmint on the nose. Really. I don't know if that's just because it's, it's still airing out or... You ready? Okay. Mm. So I'm, I'm getting into the, which is this one? The gold right now. Mm. Smells, you know, it doesn't have the richness of the red, I think it was. Yeah, um, but it, no, the blue. Um, I'm gonna have to go through, I'm already losing track, so I'm just gonna describe what I'm tasting and I'm not gonna compare it yet. The green is what I expect out of, of Opolding, maltiness, yep. um, a hint of brine, but just malt madness. The green and the red are very similar. They are. I have the red right now. They're, they're malty, briny, not like over the top, anything else, but they're powerful in those two things. The gold is light. I don't think it's as, as um, hot as the, I said I was gonna do this. It's, it's nice, it, does, it doesn't have a lot of heat to it. It's vanilla, honey, lots of honey in it. Wow, that's very similar to the green. Like I'm trying, really I'm trying to find something different, I can't, it's mm. hard. Like the that. red is more spicy on the finish. So you the green? I didn't know the green. The, the, the green is a little more well-balanced. The green has, yeah, the green has, um, oh, what is the nose on? It's a, it's, a, it's a richer nose, much more flavorful nose. Ooh, that red is good. I like that. I like that green. That red does have a, more of a pepper finish to it than the, mm -hmm. the green did. Mm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Uh-oh, Zach's <laughs> doing the same. We got two, we got two uh, White Walkers to do, boys. Right. I can't wait till that damn bottle's gone. Then we can <laughs> tell him no. <laughs> yeah, Scott, anymore. Scott will be the one that sends one to us because it's Actually, like it's I, and, I emptied it out and put teapot in there. <laughs> <laughs> so the green has a much better nose. Scott, I'm sending a case of white walker to your house. I like the I like the nose on the green. The flavor, the palette on the green. I need red. Ooh, the gold is fruity on the nose, but it doesn't deliver it to the palate quite as well. I have to say the blue so far though, wow on the nose. Yes, man, the blue that's is my nice. The blue is my nose. favorite. Wow, the honey, the, the the malt, the brine, even that spearmint I was getting earlier is it's all balanced in the nose. Oh, you have the spearmint on the green. That now now that's the flavor I, I do. Yeah, yep. Wow, I like that a lot. So oddly enough, I, what, doing these blind tastings, the best, the things I'm learning is that nose. Uh, it, I connect um, the quality of the whiskey more with the nose and the palate to me personally. That that is that's one of those things that I'm seeing that 
that the nose is almost more important. And that's maybe why I like peated scotches and I like the, the heavy ruby fruits because they have a, a richer nose. And I think that may be what I'm learning, that the ABV sometimes covers things up that I don't get on the palate. You know what I'm discovering about this flag? They're all very similar. Very. There's differences. Like very similar there are differences i i, I there are they're hard to find but though. they're they're subtle i mean you can tell these all came out of the same distillery without any question at all and they're yeah. it's more like differences in in casking for like Any green you know what i mean like one from one cast to another than from like drastic differences from who's that to a different one. eric wait eric wait what makes an amazing scotch Friends to pour with. That's there true. There you go. All cheers to that one. Um, well, you that. That's absolutely <laughs> true. All right. So All right. I, I've got gold or green better than gold. I need blue and red to, to rank them. So we gotta wrap this I need, up. I need green. There's green. Okay. Red and blue eyes. Well, I, I got know. my colors. I'm good. Ooh. Mm. Oh my gosh, that blue. So here's a good thing. There's no right or wrong answer to this. Right. But just in, interesting. I'm done. So when we we've done um, a lot of old Pulteney's, yeah. So and good. I guess to your point, you know, we call the 17 out. Um, I think it's that pepper one. What color was that one? Red. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think that's the 17. Yeah. Based on that pepper, because I yeah. think that's what we called out on the on the show. And, the, and yep. to your point, there are very similar, but there are s subtle differences. There's, uh, there's a couple of them that have a little more brine characteristic to them. Um, the blue has a lot more floral on the nose. Um, some of them have a little bit more honey that comes through, but they all are, have a lot of similarities too. The, the, I get a lot of oak and sandalwood on the nose um, in a couple of them. Um, the pepper finish on the back end varies to some degree between the four. Absolutely. Um, no doubt they all come from the same base. Yep. No doubt they all come from Old Pulteney. I yep. mean, that's clear. These are definitely siblings. Um, Absolutely. I I am in agreement with you. Um, my, my except, lineup? yeah, except I would say red and gold are probably. I would flip them or tie them. Yeah, blue. So mine are blue, red, green, gold. That's why I put it in. I put it into the chat. Okay, so that's, that's true. So this, I remember is, this is yep. Andrew, Sean. What was yours? Uh, blue, green, gold, red. That is Sean. And I, I would say green and red are probably tied. Like they're, they're oh, so very what, close. What, hang on. So you blue, said blue, green, gold, blue, red. Green, gold. Okay, so mine, mine is blue, green, gold, red. <laughs> there they so, are written down. Is that mine? And I've got notes. No, yours is blue, green. Blue, red, blue, green. Blue, red, green. Oh, right. right. So, so, so name them all together real quick here, the color order again, one more time. So Andrew has what? Andrew is blue, red, green, gold. Okay. Drew is blue, green, red, gold. Uh, Sean and I are both blue, green, gold, red. Okay. Any guesses on what's out here? Well, I, we know. You guys know. I, I, you, you know, know what? You don't know the ages. I honestly no. didn't. I was too busy really trying to capture well, what I did this. on this. So. Let me um, bring them out. I can keep the the. Uh, I've got some notes. I, I can though. keep the stickers. Well, back. talk about your notes so real quick. So no, I just bring them out. Let's talk to them. So not, you can't see the stickers yet. Right. My my number one. I think everybody's number one. Blue. Yeah. Yep. I said blue had had a much heavier smell. It, it smelled thicker. It had a lot more umph to its to its nose. Right. Uh, 
very heavy on the malt on the nose. I smell butterscotch on it. I literally wrote bingo as my first, <laughs> my, my first um, palate taste. I was like, that's what I want. That's it. This is a no We can contest. stop right here. Um, malt delicious, de deliciousness, not nearly as spicy as the others. The second place when I had green, I said it smelled, it, it, the nose was wow. a bit strong, but maybe that's because the first one I nosed. So I don't know what their ABVs are. I said it was malty with a bit of a buttery back end on the nose. I did get some citrus on it. It did have a spicy malt finish, um, which the, the blue was nowhere near as spicy. The gold, the nose was way lighter. It was, I mean, the nose was very light, but it was sweeter. I got a little bit of vanilla, maybe some of that oak, um, and it had a really long spicy finish. And then the red, I literally said the nose was non-existent. Maybe my nose was burned out by the time I got to it. it was the last that, one. That I, could be. I didn't get anything on the nose. I said so. It was very, very light. The palate was super spicy and very one-dimensional in my mouth. Um, it still had the, the good malt finish, the OP malt finish. So that wasn't a surprise. But to me, it didn't it didn't stand a candle to the other three. Hmm. And to me, blue stood out far and above the other three as well. Interesting. So all right, don't tell us what's going suspense. on. All right. So we all picked blues are number one. So the the, mm -hmm. the four that we have here are. So there is twenty one in there. We got twelve. <laughs> we've got. 17, we've got 18, and we've got 21. So 21 is no longer available, 17 is no longer available. 18 and 12 are still on 12, the shelf. 18 and 12 on the, on the shelf. So the 12 is gold. Which I ranked last, I think. Is that right, Ed? Uh, Drew so, said yeah. gold last. The uh, 17 is green. <laughs> Interesting. The 18 is red. And the 21 is blue. Wow. Yeah. We all well, picked that blue. That one, I mean, that, that was easy. That was not hard. I mean, if you think about the round, it was of it. so much nicer. It was so much more fruity and rich and flavorful. I, I, I'll tell you what, balance, it does make you nervous when you're doing these, though. Like, I really liked the 21. Am I having an off day? Am I not going to pick out the one? You know, and, and interesting. So, I'll be honest. Honestly, with you. I, I really. That's what find I do. What? So I think we were different. You switched these. No, yeah. blue, red, I did, green. I did blue, green. Oh, I, I did blue, red. Yes, green, gold. So I had them. I you had them in put them by year. You put them in order of yeah. year. I did. Okay. Because they just, I guess they, they just pick up enough extra flavor. So this is light and really honey and all that. And as you get older, they get more rich. They get more. I, did, I thought the eighteen is not well. These two are very similar. So I think. Who had the, you guys had the you red last, said, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So you I guys did. did the you guys 18, did twenty one. Eighteen was last in my book. And what did you have the blue or the 17? I, I had these two tied. I, I thought they one? were very similar. Interesting. The 17 so year second the place. Green? The, yeah. The, so this, this is where you guys are. So this is, admittedly, that's, I agree with you guys. If the it's in a can, good. it's their old bottling of the 12. But it's still 12. Yeah, it's still 12. All right. And then the new so 18. You said you had these tied. I would agree with you that this was closer the, to this what, and these this? two were closer together. Which 17. Which is funny because you're talking old bottlings. New, New bottlings. bottlings. You're right. right. So you're saying the 17 was closest was closest in second to the 21, and the 12 and the 18 were marginally marginally different. They were they were very close together. Um, the 21 did stand out in my book. Uh, I, yeah, that was yeah. It was you know the what? best of all. Who three. ordered these? Who got these in in right in year? Uh, you're the winner. Winner chicken dinner. Good no, for you, my you man. Win. Scott says you have a white walk. He's proud of the fact. That's we got we got two to do. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Scott's got uh, two, and then Sean's gonna do. Uh, I got you. 
Zach and or is that even? Oh, yeah, actually. So I could just pour like a. Nah, you gotta do it from the bottle, man. An eighth of an ounce. Now, to to be fair, what I need to do is go back and look at these rankings and look at what my scorings were on easy, uh, some of these review reviews, and maybe eat a little crow if that's you know warranted or not. But at the end of the day, that's the true way to do something. Just you know, you yeah. take off everything. And, and you really don't know. And you don't have any idea what you're getting into. Let's be fair, it, years don't mean anything. I remember the Talisker <laughs> flight we did our first year. We were at some tasting, remember? We did a Talisker flight and it was, I don't even remember what bottles were in it, but it went you they know, 18, 25, 30 or something like that. 25 and 30. There was Storm. storm uh, 10 maybe, is Talisker do a 10? Yeah. I don't know if they were doing it at that time or not though. There were six glasses in the flight. <laughs> And they progressively got better as they were getting older. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you got to the 25 and you're like, Woo, stop the, I went off the bus, man. This is not good. But then you got to the 30 and it was like, oh, the, you know, the angels came out. And so it was great. like, it stopped. And we the, thought it might've just been a bad bottle or a bad no. night, but we've done it since then. And we're like, nope, that was, that was yep. it. So, I mean, I don't know what the deal is. don't always mean, you know. Equate no. to goodness. And, and so, we've had that on a couple of things. Undercover Judgers wants to know what's our what's our go-to uh, scotch right now at the moment. Now, we're, I, I guess at home, if we're at home. I'm right now? Um, I mean, I, I'm still kind of a mood drinker. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll hit a Tamdu if I'm, if I'm in the mood for something like big and bold and rich. Um, I don't have a whole lot of peated scotches on the bar right now that aren't... Well, I do have a few that are go-tos. That Vin Riek, I, I hit that on occasion when nobody's sure. watching. Like Why time. wouldn't you? Uh, I, oh, it's so it's good. Damn delicious. It's so good. My uh, my wife's uncle has a couple more bottles of that squirreled away somewhere. Oh. That I'm going to have to talk to the man about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm currently at home. I'm hitting teapot. I, I, I only got a little bit left, yeah. It's so good. Honestly, uh, last weekend when I was drinking, I had a bunch of bourbons because I'm trying to clear out space on the bar and these guys aren't helping enough. And so I brought up like six bottles of bourbon that needed to go and <laughs> they all had like a little bit left in them and killed them all. Thanks, Richie. So I thought I was your favorite, man. Uh, are you going to finish that? Am I just drinking out of the bottle? <laughs> drink out of the bottle. <laughs> it's a shot. I it's appreciate it. So, are you, so are you I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk through this because, you know, I'm going to talk through what? Acetone. You know, admittedly, we're not drinking this in the um, prescribed manner for the manufacturer. They want it frozen, so you don't get any of the Me smell. Me too. Off it. <laughs> You're probably closer to the way it should be. Acetone, a little bit of vomit in there. I mean, that that <laughs> it's, it's all that in there. It's just it's like they they let it run too long. They just got they took too much say, on the front. Yeah, it's got a little bit of apple in it now. All right, we got to drink his own piece. I'll think. I'll, oh. take the, I'll take the blue. Well, here, I'll, I'll, shoot, the blue. I'll shoot this. <laughs> not. Not great, not gonna lie, but you know, I'm not gonna go buy another bottle either. You know, I think if you look in the market on the shelves, that that kind of speaks to, to the level of the whiskey. Seriously, how many pictures have you guys seen on social media of that they're like, stuff it's going? on sale for $9.99? Yeah, Is right. this any good? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Paint thinner, exactly, Trooper. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's honestly, if you need to clean any surfaces in your home uh, out of fear of uh, any kind of infectious viruses Ooh, around, okay. use that white water. Oh, good for you, well, Alan. Oh, that you. Andrew, that's great. Bring us down the next scotch. one. I love scotch. Mr. C. So that's oh, an interesting no, question. No. So, I love that question, Mr. C. 
So what was the question? Do you do you guys ever mix whiskeys to improve a bad one? You know, I not don't. really. I don't. I don't. I I will say if I get a bottle that is underperforming what I hoped it would, uh, I will make cocktails with it. Uh, sure. But I, I don't generally, like, these guys all made fun of me when they started their Infinity Bottle. When you guys got back from Scott, like, you were all hot and heavy on the Infinity Bottle, and I was like, why don't we just finish that bottle? It's not possible with him, because he won't let us pour any good stuff in. Yeah, because I'm like, bottle. whoa, don't what are you doing? It. That's 21-year-old scotch, put it in my glass, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so, I mean, if it's a decent scotch, I'm going to drink it. Um uh, and if it's a if it's an underperforming one, to me, I don't want to I don't want to chase good scotch after bad a lot of times. But I will make a cocktail with it because I can jazz it up and, and turn it into something For that's sure. going to be you know a, a good drink and, and worth drinking. Right. So that's really smart. Yeah. But the, your question's warranted. There are people in this chat room. There are a lot of people that we see online in forums <laughs> and stuff that do that are playing with infinity bottles, playing with mixing bottles, uh, and have found really good recipes, good mixtures. You know, if mm -hmm. you take a third of this bottle, a half of this bottle, half that you get you know incredible. yeah you get you can get some like imitation of certain other bottles. Right. but i will say i think a lot of that you have to be very targeted with what you're doing yeah. you know a master blender isn't going into room and is like let's just throw some stuff together and see what happens right <laughs> hey do we have that like third of a barrel back in the corner let's dump that in here like they're going in with very specific they know exactly what you know and, and so they're aiming for a target and i think that there's a lot of people that that approach the infinity bottle with well i got some of this left i'm going to dump it in there and I think what you end up with, I mean, as a chef, I'm not chasing in a bunch of like mediocre ingredients and hoping to, you know, score a winner out of it. Yep. Like if you are doing something intentional and you're trying to recreate a flavor profile and you're intentionally choosing whiskeys to get to that profile, then I think that that's awesome. But I think if you're just dumping a bunch of stuff in and hoping for the best, you, it may be mixed results. Yep. I think it'd be interesting though to try because I, you know, we've had some stuff that we kind of mixed in by accident. But I mean, I think you you really need to know what you're doing. You can't if you if you have like a, a, a sherry something or other, and you're like, oh, what this thing is peaty. You don't want to just go grab a Lafroy or a Lagavulin. You want something that's kind of in the same range, like a Balakin or something that has something that's kind of in the same realm. You have to be really careful. And I guess to, to your point is like well, I don't have time for that. I want to just drink the whiskey the way it is and, and go for it. I mean, I guess you could try it, but I personally don't mess with it. I, I like Catherine Bono's comments that she saves the bottles that she doesn't like really love for the end of the night when her palate's a little more numb and she's not gonna yeah, pay attention I mean, to it. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, well, and you know what? To be fair, that's a great way to do it because there's a lot of nights when you know we get done here and we're sitting on the couch and you know I'll pour something halfway decent that's and I'm like. I'm probably not getting everything out of this glass that right. I should be or that I could be if I was actually paying attention to it a little bit more. And I'm probably doing a disservice to the whiskey, but you know what? It sounds great, so let's pour another one. This takes us back uh, to your college days. Right. You're like, you, you know, know, hey, let's drink the good beer first, and then by hey, by 11.30 tonight, right. we can get to the Schlitz. Everybody pass around the White Walker, because we're all good. Um, so that's probably actually a pretty good use for them, to be honest with you. So guys, it's time to move on. Um, we're going to talk about our topic for tonight. But before we do that, I think Dr. Scotch is going to come in with some ideas. And some Excellent, Dr. Scotch. Yeah, that's great. Let's see if I can find him. And look at that guy. There hey, Dr. you come from? I'm a doctor on YouTube, but I play one on YouTube. I'm not a doctor in real life, but I play one on YouTube. Man, he messes that up every single week. Yes, so tonight I understand you guys are talking about what makes a great whiskey. 
What makes an amazing scotch? What makes an amazing yeah. scotch. Well, you know what? It's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. So tonight I'm going to talk. What kind of doctor are you? Are you kind of a? Are you a shrink? Well, because a... psychology really isn't a doctor. true science. So we're going to. Oh wow! Whoa! Shut up! But but the thing is, there's been actually a lot of research on the psychology of whiskey. So number one, have any of you had a whiskey that you had too much of and you can no longer drink? Not it happened yet. to me the first time I got really drunk on Jack Daniels. Still can't drink the me stuff. Me too. Won't touch it. Same right. thing. Nasty. So, so that's psychology. That, that's the start of it. But there's actually been, been some research. Scotch Malt Whiskey Society has done research on it. The, the Scotch Whiskey Association has done research on it. There's actually paid uh, research on the psychology of what's going on. So i got a couple topics to talk about. I'll try and go through them fast because I know you got to do this. What is it? Dalmore? I don't know what that is. So we'll go through this. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there, there's a couple, there's one, there's one uh, research paper that was in 2016 where they went through and they, they could do a survey and they could talk, ask you about five different topics and would be able to predict which kind of whiskey you like. They covered these topics. They covered your experience, kind of experience with whiskey, your conscientiousness, your extroversion, your... You say extra virgin? Ex <laughs> oh, your oh, agreeableness dude. and your neuroticism. So if based on those factors, they're able to tell what kind of scotch you tend to I want like. them to give me the test. Well, I do too. So, hey, but, I don't really want to so, take this. So, right, test right now. So I'll see if I can create that link and put it on the, in the notes in here a little bit. Because you can take the test. The test is out there. I'm taking it. It's, oh, it's we got to find it. Our it results live. will be next week. Oh, well, we'll see. So, so, there, <laughs> oh, so there, there's there's on it. the, the, the it kind of whiskey you like, uh, I don't know, it was in 2016, whiskey, psychology, yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, so the kind of whiskey you like, it's all in your head. There's not, there's not really a true science behind, like, I like these certain chemicals. It's, it's, it's a mental thing. And so, like you've had whiskey that you can't drink in the past, because you've gotten sick on it, there are whiskeys that are just naturally designed for your biology so that, that's so wait a minute one. you know there's something that happens in in the human mind when it comes to attraction to the opposite sex to subconsciously you're looking at so that's in your head but yep. you, like blondes, you're telling like me that you're telling me that i'm like subconsciously i'm like ooh, this one's hot exactly exactly like that's I exactly like this right one, guys. people like subconsciously people this like one blondes, looks much better than thing. the other one curvy bottle that's it <laughs> love that glass <laughs> All right, keep All going. Right. So the next thing, there's a study on, okay, you just did a blind tasting, and, and you guys picked which whiskey you like. There's studies that show that for most people, the last whiskey you taste, you like the best. Didn't happen there. The last one I tasted was the red. That got last. That's true. Weird. So, so you're I'm not weird. normal. You're, you're not a normal I'm person. Not normal. Yeah. I knew that. I had White Walker. I didn't care for that at all. <laughs> so... Also, have you ever heard of ASMR? I have not. So ASMR is this kind of... It's not in the triple X industry, is it? No, it's, it's close. It's one of those things where, you know, you, if you, you can look, at a, look them up on YouTube where they have um, real quiet sound and they're like people talking quietly. You can hear the, the way their mouth moves and the way the... It's really soft sounds that, that create okay. emotion. There are certain people that are ASMR, you know, 
active and some some are not sensitive is that what the word uh, yeah i think that's right so like when i hear people chew with their mouth closed i go bet shit crazy yeah that, it's it's kind of in that same genre but some people like that, that kind of thing <laughs> chew with, and they chew with their mouth open just chew i want to see it open please yeah. so so the interesting thing is glenn morangi actually did a did a um a video and i i've not looked at it where they actually tried to create <laughs> the flavor of whiskey by using sound and so they, they would like take a piece of wood and they'd rub that it. That seems like some Cold War experimentation stuff, right? It does. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 plans do a bunch of LSD stuff. and let me know if you can hear so, the whiskey. So they would have, <laughs> I would have sounds like um, they would like rubbing different woods together. So they'd rub the wood. So it sounds like, you know, in, in a shot. What's it, what's it sound like? I don't know. Um, well, here. That's it. Yeah, something like I'm that. I'm thirsty. Um, they, they would do different, uh, different <laughs> grains. They would, they would have glass tinking, you know. So, so that gives you a, a certain sound, and then they would also have water flowing. So they were they were try, they tried to create the taste of whiskey audibly, and of course that's that's a mind freak. And I don't know, I'm not, I don't think I'm ASMR sensitive, but some people are. Very interesting science. And finally, whiskey collecting. Does anybody out there collect whiskey? Nope. Whiskey collecting has something to do with your. I mean, I have a lot. Totally is that, is that, that your neuroticism? <laughs> that's part of it. Yes. So whiskey collection is interesting. So the part of whiskey collection, a lot of people do the um, buy one, save one scenario where they'll buy oh, one to drink. we know does that? They'll buy one to save because I have know, no idea. Know. Who would do that? Like, I, I, I was actually, not even I on the show tonight. What the hell? I know a Half couple of people in New York to do it, but I mean, I only have a couple instances of that at home. So there's, 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 there's a, a psychology to that of it's That's all about the hunt. And, and mostly males, quite honestly, collect whiskey. Or most males are collect. Uh, most collectors are male, but for some reason, but it's all about the hunt. Like it's the like, predator. Like he I, collected skulls. I, I've collected all the art bags except three. I need to find those three art bags that are out there. You know those, that kind that of sense. hunt technology. Sure. And the problem is when people complete the hunt, they're lost. So it's about you know if I've got all the art bags, well, gotta find that, another hunt. Well, yeah, do I hunt now old Poldies or something like that? You've got to find that hunt, and so that leads to collecting whiskey. So, so your the mental state, that neuroticism, that agreeableness, all that kind of stuff goes into that as well. So, like mass murderers are neurotic. They can be. They're uh, probably not, they're more collecting body parts as opposed to whiskey. That's weird. It is yeah. <laughs> correct. So I feel what like we've gone off the rails? Here. I think so. So <laughs> the key though, so there's a lot of psychology in whiskey, and and there's lots of studies on it. But the key is, and I think uh, Eric Waite, I saw the, the comments earlier, Eric Waite said it best, it's also about friends, and you relate certain whiskeys to what you feel is important. So I know Scotch for Dummies, they really love this Dalmore bottle. Is it purely the whiskey, or is it them finding that whiskey together that creates that number, that four rating experience? Ooh, that's a good segue. So that, that's the kind of thing you have to think about is what, you know, the Macallan 12, is it the great whiskey or is that the whiskey that brought Scotch for Dummies together that kind of kicked things off and so everybody has a little place in their heart for that whiskey? Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, so, so you have the nostalgia the, of it. The nostalgia of whiskey is more, like, like Eric said, it's about the friends that you do it with. And so lots of people, they will have whiskeys that I, mean, find I, I can vividly remember drams that I've had and where I was at, and why sure. I was drinking them, and who I was drinking Absolutely. them with, and, and, what and is, that makes a difference. What is the most memory recalling sense that you have? Smell. Smell. So you smell that whiskey. It oh, I still smell. And I you're mean, like, oh, I, that's I do, a that's, that's how I do everything in whiskey. I re reminded of a smell I had. You're like, you know, I still every once in a while I'll go outside, and a truck will go by, or something like that, and that's 
pollution, but I'll smell something like that reminds me of when I was 14 in England. That, that smell, it's different over yeah, there. It's the different. diesel, yeah. Huh. So, yeah. So, keep in mind that, yes, you taste it, you try and science it out, we try and figure out how to distill it, but that nose, the, the palate, that creates a memory that, and, and if it's a bad memory, like getting sick on Jack Daniels, you don't want to. Yeah, I woke up the next morning, someone had drawn a dick, a penis behind my ear. <laughs> Just saying. That definitely creates it a happens. bad memory. So bad I memories. I, I've not looked. I don't know if comments are rolling up, but I think there was a question. But I'll let you guys get back. I know you want to. I'm sorry, podcasters. I know you, you want to get back to Delmore. So. There's so whiskey is not just a, a mix of chemicals. There's a lot of brain to it too. All right, let's get back on track, y'all. Thank you, Doctor Scotch, for that. I want to answer. Thanks, thanks Doctor Scotch. Cheers yep. to you. <laughs> they call me so I wanted to answer a quick question. Zedman says, oh, "Have you ever yeah. poured a good scotch late at night and thought, no, I'm going to save this for later and pour it back into the bottle?' No. Have you ever done that? <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah, really." Man card. It's getting, no, a, it's no. getting a punch. It's getting nope. a punch. No, because I didn't want to. I wasn't. I, there's good reason for it. Okay. Fair enough. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> that's we'll leave that's it at after that. show <laughs> conversation. I need to know. Um, actually, I have not. I usually just um, muscle through it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got something else to do. I'm going to drink this faster. Um, All right, guys. Let's get back on topic here. Oh, so, okay. What makes an amazing scotch? So review number two this week, catching up because we were on our Patreon last yes. week. Yes. So this week we also re-reviewed our very first four ever, right? Four. Yep. And to celebrate that, if you are a patron, by the way, we also, which I think personally is probably my best work I've yet today. <laughs> yes, it, it is. It um, may be my favorite video we've ever done. Uh, it's uh, if you're a patron Marcus. of ours, I actually published one night, I think it was... We reviewed this a long time ago. Many moons like ago. So our ninth review or something like that. Yeah. Um, but we did something again for celebration in December, and we decided to film Mark at midnight and um, turn into a drunk, drunk uh, history. And uh, Damor was basically talking about the story you see on the front of the box of the, the Dalmor. The stag. So the, the taking down of the stag. The poor deer. It's it's worth the emission price just to watch the Dude, video that, at this point because it's, it's so it's a twelve pointer. <laughs> however, it is a twelve pointer. However, we review the Dalmore again, and I think you guys will see that uh, we give it a four again. It yep. stood up. Yeah. It it wasn't an accident the first it, time, I guess. And we've got a ton of comments on this one. Um, I Good, would say I different. would say yeah, exactly. Um, definitely some bad ones. Some Dalmore haters, etc. And, and I get that. And, you, and the funny thing is, you even called it out on our review. You even said, I get it's 40 ABV. I get it's expensive. I get it's color. I get all kinds of stuff. But at the end of the day, yes, it's it's got some interesting casks to say that well, you can taste every it's, single one. It's the, only, it's the only scotch that does six different casks all in the same bottle. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the uh, Signet is close. They've got, a, well, I can say they all, they're not different casks. But theirs is about the, the maltings. The maltings, yeah. So, so I, I would say that I think this got a lower four than my first time. I gave it a four because it's still great whiskey, but I, I was I was hesitant. I you know, three, five, or four. I mean, it's, it's good. The problem with me being the cheapskate I am, the, the, the price is a problem for me. It is still a fantastic whiskey. The price would maybe bring it down a little bit 
but maybe it's that psychology of whiskey that gives me the four because this is when you if you go and watch the the number nine video that we re reviewed this on it's like we were kids in a candy store well but I mean, is, but we were also so new to yeah. all this we didn't know i mean it, it blew us out of our minds well, it did it I, I vividly remember the night that we reviewed this, and the reason that I do is because it was a paradigm shift in what I thought I could get out of a glass of whiskey. Correct. I had no idea before we reviewed this bottle that you could do that with a whiskey. And everything was balanced, and everything was great. Just and every sip, Every sip brought new flavors, and it still does. Uh, so, I mean, I've got to give it a four just based on the fact that the blending of these six different casks, six different types of woods, all the different flavor components that are going on in here had to be balanced to get everything to work out right. And it, it works. And it's it's a good glass. And I will say to, to Dr. Scotch's point earlier about psycho psychological um, blah, blah, uh, is that when we first did this, when it blew us away, and I think, honestly, I could probably say that that was also probably a, a really... A big push on the gas pedal for us because we were like wow this is what scotch can do and they right. really kind of skyrocketed our and, and we went for a while before we found another four yeah, yeah it was, it was a long one so you know and i think that this bottle was special because of of a lot of different things yeah. and so i'm sure psychology plays into all of that but at the end of the day, if it wasn't good whiskey to start with, we wouldn't have given it a four to begin That's with. Correct. Like, That's true. And honestly, I don't remember hesitating at all. Like it was a, if this isn't a perfect whiskey, I don't know what is. And so you've got to give it a four at that point. Right. So, because the beauty of it is it comes out of the bottle at a state where you can drink it. Some of the cast strengths, you can get there, but it doesn't come out of the bottle ready to drink and ready to understand all those flavors. So guys, let me ask this question. So what does make an amazing whiskey? So we've, we've gotten beat up on this one. We've gotten beat up on Monkey Shoulder. We've gotten beat up on a couple other ones. Uh, Ard Bay 20-something, um, the so, Kilcarran. I mean, you've got, some, eight, yeah. you've got, you've got some fours out there that, that people will say, absolutely, it's a four. And some are like, what? What yeah, makes well, an amazing scotch? Let's, let's put some, some parameters around it first. So if we're talking about what makes a, an excellent or an amazing scotch, like that we're, we're knocking price out of the question. That's not part of the conversation here. Um, so I don't want to talk about consider okay. price on this. It's what makes a, a, an excellent sure. you know, whiskey, right? Um, what other parameters do we need to put in? Do we need to consider whether it has coloring or not? Do you really care? Does, does, no. So if I do a blind tasting on it, you don't know whether there's coloring in it or not. Does it matter? Is it a nope. good whiskey or not? So yep. we don't care if it has whiskey in it. Do you care? Does ABV matter on being an excellent whiskey or not? Does it matter? No. We, well, we a lot of our depends reviews, on, we say it I, does because we want to get one doesn't hold up. I think it so, depends on the bottle. Yeah. There are bottles that are have more flavor and depth of character because they're at a higher ABV and it lets you kind of dial in where you personally like it mm -hmm. versus like this one, to, to Drew's point, is ready to drink out of the bottle. It's, mm -hmm. It is designed to be ready to go. Some of the other ones, you know, it's a cask strength. It's got a ton of flavor, but you know, like a Tamdu, I can pour it and I know that it's an awesome whiskey, but I can't get to probably 80% no. of the you flavors because it is so big and bold. So you've got to either wait a long time or put a little water on it to dilute down the alcohol so that you can access some of the flavors that are contained in yeah. that bottle. I agree. 
But if we're going to literally just judge what makes an ex excellent whiskey, any whiskey can be watered down or, or, or altered to, to make it at its, its optimum, right? right? So do we really care? Can we say a blanket statement that higher ABV is, is important in making an excellent whiskey? I don't think we can. No. Well, I, I, I will say that makes it better for more people. So we're getting some comments out there. Let's yeah. talk about it right. in a second. So uh, people are disagreeing. ABV does matter. You can't make a good whiskey with that, with that 46% or above. Um, I think the sill said that. Said that. Um, color does make a difference. Um, there's a couple of comments. I don't remember what it was, but <clears throat> it's it's tough. It's a hard conversation. I think Gregor's comment though. I think personally, to Can me, you put that online. <clears throat> sure. I uh, know. Oh, okay. It is all about, I mean, we can read it. You can right. read it if so you want. Gregor said, an amazing whiskey is something that has depth that peel themselves back incrementally from the first nose to the passing finish, like an operatic masterpiece. Yeah, it transcends. That, that's exactly, that, that's I agree. A, that's a yeah. very good statement. Great job, Gregor. Yeah. That is, I agree with that. So, and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue De Silva's comment about, yes, ABV matters. I think I'll agree to it to a degree and say that ABV plays a part in it depending on the actual whiskey. Yes. So, I mean, so it, 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 the ABV per whiskey is unique to the whiskey on whether it's going to make it good or not. I mean, honestly, yeah. the, the Dalmore is, would I like to try it at 46? Hell yeah, I would. I think we all would, just to see yeah. what it's like. But we yeah. probably have to add water to it to bring it right <laughs> But <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But I honestly think that part of what they're trying to do from that particular distillery is bring it in so that everybody can just enjoy it straight out of the bottle and you don't have to mess with it. Like, this is what we're trying to do. You know, whereas I think other distilleries are, it's cast strength or it's higher ABV, because that's their optimal, you know? I mean, if you're bottling at 46% for a specific reason and you think that that is the optimal ABV for your whiskey, awesome. No, I, I mean, think I'll, it's, I was gonna say, I think it's safe to say that it's, it's more than just one thing. It's a variable things and it's, a, it's also a variable on, on your palate and what you like. Each one of us has a different palate profile we want and so does everybody else out there in the world that likes scotch. And I think it's honestly a combination of what really is in what your wheelhouse or maybe what you've grown to or, or grown up into. Like some people are, are just really into higher ABV so you can water down and play with it. I totally get that. Um, I think for me, it's just personally based on my profile, what I like. I, I love this because it gives me a ton of different flavors at 40 ABV. I don't have to touch it. I, I, I get it. It's expensive and that's kind of sucky, but... I appreciate what it is. I appreciate the whiskey what I'm dealing with. Now, give me a, a teapot or give me a, a, the, the old Pultman 21. I mean, those are all fantastic bottles as well. But it's also based on who you are and what you like. Right. So to, to bring Dr. Scotch's comments into it and the theory of, of the mind, <clears throat> as well as Gregor's comments, to me, if I just had were asked the question, I just had to answer it, it would probably be a whiskey a great whiskey is something that that causes a reaction and effect takes me on a journey takes me on an experience it's an experience of drinking sure. that whiskey it's yes there are tons of everyday scotches that i just pour that i want to do while i'm doing that you know this activity i'm playing some xbox when i hit some monkey show. there are whiskeys that take me on a journey you know from first nose to last finish yep. you know and, and those are what i'm calling an excellent whiskey now 
unfortunately, because it's in the mind and it's subjective, it changes. Yep. An excellent whiskey last year might not be my favorite whiskey this year. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm not saying, yeah. but it's just not Maybe as Maybe you're excellent. not in the mood for a peated whiskey or right. a sherry and, whiskey. And one of the things to keep in mind is people complain about coloring. It's a marketing thing. So is ABV. You can take a cast strength and That's it's true. kind of marginally okay. But if I sell it a cast strength, I can sell it because everybody loves cast strength whiskey right now. It's a marketing ploy that you may or may not be able to find your good, your good ABV below that. But it's cast strength whiskey. I can charge a premium for it. True. Put it in the bottle. Uh, Travis Faircloth had made a comment that not many 40% ABV whiskeys are going to win in blind tastings. I'll agree with that. <clears throat> but I will say, I think that, you know, where you're getting into is as you get into the 46s and above, I feel like you get a little more depth and character out of most of the whiskeys. I think you get a little bit more of the whiskey. And so when they water it down to a 40 or 43%, I think there are some flavors that you're losing. I mean, we've tried whiskeys at like 40, 43% that were like, man, if they would have just bottled this at like 46 or yeah, 50, this would have been amazing whiskey. And and that's not a marketing ploy. That's This is missing something. Keep in mind all the master. It's a little weak. It's a little whatever. And yeah. and some of this too isn't marketing. It's, it's monetary concerns. I can get 200 bottles out of this cask at X number ABV, or I that's can get true. 220 if we throw a little more water into it, let's put a little more water into it. Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta keep in mind, the master <laughs> blenders bring it all down to 20% before they blend it together. So they take all those casks True. of whiskey, they bring it down to 20% so it's a consistent flavored profile. And then they taste them all and say, yeah, I need that cask and that cask and that cask. So they all bring it down well below what they bottle right. it. Right, agreed. To right. be able to get all the flavors out but of it because I, alcohol can, can hit, inhibit that. I think as far as amazing whiskey goes, I mean, we can debate the ABV question sure, all sure, day sure, long. Sure. Yep. But as far as amazing whiskeys go, to me, it has to be something that has depth and character. It has to have some uniqueness to it. You know, I mean, because there's a lot of whiskeys that have a lot of the similar notes. Sure. Even in scotch, you know, bourbons even more so. But yeah. scotch, you know, I mean, you start to, if it's a sherry cask whiskey, if it's an Oloroso or it's a PX, like you start to be like, okay, well, yeah, that's PX cask, right? Uh, but if it's got some sort of flavor components that you're like, oh, that comes from the new make and that's really unique, like a spring bank, you know, something sure. like that, that you're like, oh, I can't get this flavor anywhere so, else. It's a really good bottle. Bring it around. So I have one main, and it's, it's, it's the correct answer for all of this. Okay, Whoa, of course well, so what, got it. I like so what this. Makes, what makes an amazing scotch? Really easy. You. <laughs> That's good. good man. I'll take that. Yep. Sure. Everybody has scotches. We, I, I think that we tend to have a little bit more pressure on us because we're in front of a camera and we're, and we're suggesting things. And we have a lot more variables than we would normally have if it was just you sitting at home drinking this. We're thinking about not only, we're thinking about the mass. We're thinking about the general idea of what makes a good whiskey. Yep. We're trying right. to price point it. We're trying to do other things. So that's what we try to get to, not to defend ourselves, but that's what it is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what makes a good whiskey is what you like, what you yep. like, what you like, that's what still likes, what everybody likes. That's, that's true. That's what's, what makes a good whiskey. That's correct. So, so make Why don't sure. You start with that, Drew. Yeah, don't, 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 
tell somebody that they're a fool for liking a whiskey that you don't like, or or let somebody make you feel like <laughs> a fool true. for liking a whiskey I, that you like that they don't like. You I'll tell you what, Bob. Yeah. I I, re- I saw him. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Uh, I really enjoy when somebody's drinking a whiskey that I don't particularly care for. I love talking to them about why they do like it. Like, what are exactly. you getting? What are you getting That's out of that exactly bottle right. that maybe I'm missing out on, or that that just really does it for you? And it can be a cultural thing. It can be something they grew up with. Because you know, Drew especially gets taken back to his childhood, but we all do, right? Right. That's like, so true. Like, so you take a sip and you remember something that you haven't thought about in 30 years. To right. me, so that makes a great whiskey. And you probably don't get the same experience that I do, but that's I true. love that whiskey just because. I mean, I've got bottles that I keep just for sentimental reasons. You know, I've got a bottle back there that was my grandfather's who's <laughs> passed away. Like. I'm not drinking that with anybody else. That's my <laughs> bottle, so, right? So when I say that everything is open on the bar, there's one that's not. Right. <laughs> sure, sure. But, but to add to that is what else makes a good whiskey is conversation. Absolutely. This this right here is a conversation. Absolutely. Regardless of what you think about it, it's a conversation. Does it have color? Yeah, it's a conversation. Does it, is it 48 BB? Yeah, it's a conversation. Show filtered? Yeah. yeah. Does, it, does it have six different casts that you can taste each one? Yeah, that's Yeah, it does. <laughs> is so, there a story about killing a 12-point stack? Yeah, there is. Right. <laughs> is there a YouTube video that is absolutely amazing about that story? Absolutely. Sure. sure. But, but So it goes on and on. But, I mean, there, there's different things, and everybody can take on it. But, I mean, sure, there, there are probably major factors that make a good whiskey in general but at the end of the day i i personally think it's just about what you like and the conversation and sharing the whiskey agreed glenn wrote this would you please yeah i agree i i think you know drew said it best that it's what you like um and sean sean said it right as well you need to be able to explain and that's the beauty of what we do here with four of us we're able to talk to each other and explain no, why we like this and why we don't and what, what's off for us and what's good for us. Do the same at home. If you're home by yourself and you have a new bottle, open it up. Mark had a, has a notebook here. Do the same thing. Take notes on it. Even if you don't save the notes, it helps you kind of organize why you like a whiskey. And then you can say, yeah, this is okay, but it's not going to be my everyday. And then you pick another bottle and say, yeah, this is much better. And you've made notes. Sure. And, and even if you haven't saved the notes, Writing it down helps you memorize it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some cast strength. I'm going to put this in. All right. So, Dalmore, (laughs) score to four again, guys. Yep. And I I am not ashamed to admit that. No. It's a good good glass. Not at all. Good stuff. So, guys, we're wrapping up. Yeah. Yeah. It is time. That was quick. Man, it always is. That was very quick, man. Do us a quick favor. Can you hit the like button? Yeah. Make sure you like this video. It helps helps us out in our stats. Yeah. Can you like it? I, I maybe. Hey, DB is she? I just I'm about and I didn't get a chance to say hi to Lana Lou and, and Rich so Z and uh, Stills E. And there's lots of people that have joined on since, since we called people out earlier. Um, oh, he's having a King Alexander ready next month for his 40th birthday. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. That's a great Make one sure to celebrate with. Call it out, Stills, on our, on our live show. And Absolutely, we'll man. That's awesome. Friend. Yep. So, what else we got, man? I think. Oh, I, oh real quick. Scotch in the news. Oh, you do have oh, something fun. Oh, how about Scotch in the news? Bring it down, Sean. Bring it down. Hang on. I, I can do it really well. Hang on. Yeah, because he could take takes him a couple minutes. Good evening. I'm Sean. Welcome to Scotch in the News. So tonight we're going to be discussing an Idaho couple charged with 
Selling, illegally selling $3,000 in whiskey out of a warehouse in Boise. <laughs> Uh, apparently they had, these, these cats were, it was a couple, uh, (laughs) they were trying to get rid of a hundred boxes of scotch that they had in a warehouse, uh, south of the border. They're in Idaho. Yeah. Idaho state police arrested them. Um, and basically they had, uh, (laughs) they were selling scotch illegally. They were shipping advent calendars. Nice. Full, of, full of scotch that they had poured into bottles right. themselves. So right? they were making the advent calendars uh, themselves. You got to go into the explanation. Yeah, it's like, it's like right. crayons. And, so they were, they were right, planning. Honey, pour them out. They were planning on selling it across the state, all these little mini bottles. I love uh, it. And it's, it's a funny, funny story, man, because so, they were all about it. But they were mailing. They were mailing. They were mailing. Oh, yeah. Zach, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Exactly. Good for that. Thank uh, you, Zach. So they were Wheelhouse. <laughs> they were mailing advent calendars, I guess, full of scotch around and saying that it was Scottish glass. So they weren't saying that it was booze. And then they were busted by the Idaho State Police, uh, who I guess went in and tried to do a fake buy. And they were uh, they, obviously they didn't have a license for selling any of this stuff. Um, and there's been a couple other stories lately about people getting busted uh, for selling bourbon and, and scotch on the secondary markets to people that were not a legit buyer. They were actually a law enforcement <laughs> ATF. Agent, They're right? secret spirits, husband and wife. Yeah, they were. So, uh, so I guess my final note of the evening is be careful who you're selling stuff to because, I mean, it's probably better just to drink it. But if you have to sell it to somebody... And your secondary marketing stuff, like that's a real thing, man. You got to be careful because that's illegal. <laughs> Secret spirits, exactly. Hoagie bears on. Good to see you in Germany. Oh Hoagie. yeah, man. So, really nice. I, I, but they sell all these advent calendars, and then they got the leftover ones that didn't sell. And you're telling me they took the liquid out of those advent calendars and poured yeah, them and back. They, well, no, to... they were going to um, sell the little mini bottles out of the advent oh, calendars okay. as like a collection, which is what the advent calendar is, right? But they didn't sell all the advent calendars, so they had all this booze just sitting around. But uh, you know, you have cover whiskey. Uh, you you have to definitely be licensed, oh, and you know, you you can't just sell it out of a warehouse somewhere like. There's, there's rules for a reason, apparently. See, that's the reason we don't have a cask yet, because we can't sell it out of our basement. And that's the reason we don't <laughs> ship scotch out for samples. That's why we use the owl delivery system. Right? Exactly. Never right. fails. Yeah, it's, it's just fair. saying. Guys, what a fun night. Appreciate it. It's great Absolutely. to see everybody. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. Uh, we are back next Thursday. I yep. don't think our next patron show is until April, so yep. we're in good shape on there. Yep. So. Um, what do we got going on? What's on the... What? Re- we got some new reviews coming out. We've yeah. got, uh, I think, um, hmm, Famous Grouse, I think, is in the lineup soon. Oh, oh that's, that, a, that's, that's a, a double. That, that was, was a, a double banger video, right? Yeah, yeah a few more other ones. We'll put it out there. And we'll get ready to do the Patreon after show here in just a second. Ah, Roger very cool. Dodger. Very cool. Well, hang on a second. We can't just quite yet end on this. Oh, but, uh, what's going on? Hello, what's that? Whiskey, Whiskey Crusaders. Crusaders, man. Cheers, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Whiskey Crusaders. Yeah. Hope you get your thousand. Yep. Yes. Uh, everybody, one more reminder if you haven't gone out to Whiskey Crusaders' website, our YouTube channel, and hit the uh, subscribe button, help them out. Uh, yep. they they're are, almost there. They're, almost there. They're, Bust that thousand. Give them we, more opportunities. We, exactly. we know how that is, man. Uh, it's a big number. It's a big number. It's a big grind. Hey, by the way, did you guys see, just FYI, we're like less than 300 away from 10,000 subscribers. That's a huge Add another digit to the number. 
I, I heard Mark's chugging the rest of that White Walker when we hit it. Yes. Now what I heard, I, I'm, that's if cool. we hit 10,000, I'm buying a new bottle just for that. Uh, I can afford that. that. That's how we end up with drug history episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. We'll anyway, see you next week. Happy Thursday, everybody. Thanks, Thanks podcasters.